0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit Alan Temple, com slash donate. Thank you for listening. The scripture was read earlier for your hearing, but I'm going to lift up verses 32 and 35. The master called the servant in, you wicked servant! He said, I cancel all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I've had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he could pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each one of us unless you forgive your brother or your sister from the heart. Just for a brief few moments this morning, the sermon title is The Unforgiving Servant. The Unforgiving Servant. Let us pray. Lord, it is preaching time. I ask that I decrease as you increase. For the people came not to hear me today, But to hear a word from you, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are my rock, my strength, and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, today is Super Bowl Sunday, and I've already been threatened not to preach too long today. I had this beautiful 52-page sermon that I was going to preach, but I I don't take too kind of threaten, so (laughs) I, I think I want to enjoy my health just a little bit longer, all right? So I have condensed it just a little bit. Jesus told 42 parables. A parable is a short story that conveys a greater truth. It is a simple story used to illustrate a moral or spiritual lesson as told by Jesus in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Let us back up to verse 21. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister? who sins against me, up to seven times? Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who is wanted to settle accounts with his servants. So as he began to settle, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he be thrown in jail with his wife and his children and everything sold to repay their debt. Well, at this time, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged. I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled all his debt, and let him go. Perhaps the king was moved by the man's plight and his common humanity. Perhaps he is touched by the desperate situation in which the servant finds himself. Whatever the case may be, the king took mercy on this servant, and the servant was liberated, forgiven, free to go without paying anything. But... When this same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and choked him. Pay back what you owe to me. He demanded this. Now, whatever happened to do unto others have you want them to do unto you? In this situation, that went out the window Am I preaching to somebody today? This servant lacked compassion. His fellow servant fell on his knees and begged him, be patient. Be patient. I will pay it back. Now, when you compare what the first servant owed the king to what the second servant owed this servant, it is a tiny, tiny Comparison, 10,000 bags of gold compared to 100 silver coins. So the servant refused. Instead, he went off and had this other servant thrown into prison until he could repay the debt. When the other servants saw what happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that happened. Now, you know, there's always somebody up in your business. Somebody always waiting in the wings for that opportunity to tell on somebody. They just couldn't wait. I can see them now running to the king. Uh, uh, Excuse me, king. uh, Your your majesty, you know that servant Charlie that you forgave? He owed you 10,000 bags of gold and he couldn't pay it back, but you forgave him. Well, guess what he did? A servant named Jonathan owed him a hundred silver coins and had him put in prison because he could not pay the debt back. Now, that's just like some of us sometimes, where we want to tell something so bad without getting the complete story. Child, I saw Jim riding around with another woman in his car last week. I'm going to tell his wife. I don't know who the woman was, but it wasn't his wife. So the woman goes and tells her wife. Girl, I hate to be the one to tell you, but I saw Jim riding another woman in the car last week. The wife says, Oh, really? Yeah, girl. Oh, well, thank you for telling me. By the way, Jim's sister came in town for the weekend and he was taking her to the airport. Sometimes you just have to be careful what you tell and other people's business, amen? However, in this situation, it was appropriate. The king was mad, he was furious. He called for the servant. He said, you wicked servant. He probably said other few choice Sunday school words that I can't repeat. I cancel all that debt of yours because you begged me. You got on your knees and pleaded, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Yet, he didn't have mercy on his fellow servant. And the king said, shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he could pay back all that he is owed. This servant's unreasonable severity toward his fellow servant, notwithstanding the Lord's clemency towards him not that we make light of the wrongdoing for our neighbor, for that is also a sin against God, but we should not aggravate our neighbor wrongdoing, nor study revenge. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I shall repay. You see, the unforgiving servant serves as a warning to those who might think forgiveness is possible on limited terms. He or she that will not forgive his or her fellow man or woman cannot hope that God will forgive you. We do not forgive our offending brothers and sisters if we don't do it from the heart. It's not just lip service. Amen? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know sometimes we apologize to people when we really don't mean it? But we think it's the right thing to say. I'm sorry. A few years ago, I went to a funeral service uh, in Albany where one of the sisters, let's call her Janie, was the sister of the dearly departed. Janie liked this man, and the man liked Francis, the dearly departed. So Francis started dating the man. Janie was jealous and did not speak to Francis for two years. Didn't say anything to her. Wouldn't take a phone calls, nothing. No type of communication. Unfortunately, Francis was killed in a car accident. At the funeral, Janie was distraught. So distraught that she wanted to jump in the casket to be with her sister. I was so infuriated because I knew the backstory. I wanted to help her in there. Come on, you want to go? I'll help you in the casket. And that was before I had a little more Jesus, okay? But the point is, don't wait too late to forgive someone. Life is short. Ephesians 4 and 32 says, be kind to one another. Tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. We must, we must have a spirit of forgiveness. Matthew 6.15 says best, But if you do not forgive others of their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. So don't be like the unforgiving servant, asking for forgiveness. It's an act of humility. The forgiveness is more about you rather than the other person. After all, forgiveness heals relationships by requiring us to let go, turn the page, to refuse the right to hold on to bitterness and anger. Forgiveness, in short, set things right again. Forgiveness is powerfully healing force, but also, sometimes it is incredibly difficult. To receive or share forgiveness. I know someone may have done you wrong. I know it hurts. But you have to forgive. Forgive. Just like the servant who couldn't pay back the 10,000 bags of Gohol. There's a debt of sin that is so great that we can't pay back. Just like the unforgiving servant. But one thing I know. I know a man that paid the debt. I know a man that was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity. I know a man who suffered and died on the cross on Calvary so that we can have salvation. I know a man who paid it all. Jesus, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. We need to thank God that we serve a mighty God. That's why we can say, my hope, is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, on Christ, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. On Christ, on Christ, on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. We gotta forgive. We got to forgive. We got to forgive. But For we all fall short of the glory of God. Don't get to the door and your father don't know you because you didn't forgive somebody. Don't get to the door and he turn you away because you were too wicked to forgive. Forgive. Don't be like the unforgiving servant. God bless you.